that <laughs> Thor full hammer right back <laughs> from one deep four points. <laughs> <laughs> Follow her following him. I'm gonna follow him following her following him. I could use my fist to make your face look more freaky. <laughs> 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 God, I hate you so much. <laughs> Chapter 10, A Fact-Finding Mission. Okay, well, first things first, you'll notice a distinct improvement in the quality of the podcast, everybody. We've actually added a second microphone to the table, so no longer will we have someone... Acres and acres away from the microphones, as near as you can tell by the audio quality. Read me. <laughs> anyway, so let's get this whole thing started. So at the end of the last episode, you guys had just finished off uh, a couple of wild boars, uh, both uh, in the combat sense and also in the uh, edible sense. And uh, you guys were sitting around the campfire with Llewellyn. And he was trying to convince you to help him storm the castle and depose his cousin, the Baroness, who apparently is having a reign of terror around town. And uh, you guys had almost decided to do that, but you decided at the end that you really needed to go see for yourself before you committed. And uh, it's the next day. However, a couple of things have happened. You guys all leveled up to level three. So let's go around the table, and uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you have uh, done with your characters. So, who wants to start off? Uh, I'll start off. Okay. So I am Grunval, the multi-classed character. I am first level fighter and now second level cleric. Uh, in this edition, when you, you still go off the same experience table as any other class, but when you level, you have to choose between your multi-classes of who gets that particular level. So in this case, I went with the cleric so that I could pick up its uh, ability of Channel Divinity, which means I can now, uh, once per long rest, turn undead. But I can also use a secondary part of that, which is Preserve Life, to cast another healing spell if necessary for my group. Um, I rolled a d8 for hit points, because that's what the clerics get, and I unlocked another spell slot, which gives me now three spell slots. Okay. And uh, Matt, why don't you tell us about Nuan? So, uh, Nuan that evening uh, had been carrying a set of scrolls, one each describing a tradition he might follow. Um, he looked at one, uh, actually had them spread out on, on the ground before him as he was meditating, and two, two of the scrolls, um, for some reason, burned up, much like... Uh, thin paper that just turns to ash and blows into the wind, leaving a single scroll that when open revealed that I would study the way of the open hand. Ah, and tell us about the way of the open hand. Uh, open hand uh, gives you resilience. Um, now I, I uh, if leveraging off my flurry of blows with uh, and using my, my key points, 
I can do things such as knock an opponent prone or knock them away or uh, inhibit their reactions. The scroll hints that at some future skill level, I might be able to establish rhythms in, in, in the bodies of creatures that I might cause them to die uh, at my whim, but I haven't learned that yet. Nice. <laughs> and actually, why don't we skip around to Adri. All right. So why don't you um, tell us about uh, what uh, Adri did? Well, since he went first, he was able to um, explain that whole scrolly bit. Um, essentially, the same thing happened to Adri. However, the one that did not blow away was the scroll that showed she would follow the way of the shadow, which um, it's more about stealth and subterfuge than um, quivering palms, I suppose. So... Um, now what I'm able to do at third level is um, I can duplicate the effect of certain spells, namely darkness, pass without a trace, or silence, and I have an additional cantrip, which is minor illusion. And there's something else that I can say. Lost it. Oh, and I get another key point. Um, and the, the weapon. What a, oh, um, something we realized um, on Monks that is entirely Matt's fault for not telling me this, but equally I am to blame for believing him. But um. Barely a large bus-shaped chariot came rolling back. <laughs> Did you say a butt-shaped chariot? Bust. Oh, bust. <laughs> um, so you're, if you use... Um, monks can do a secondary attack... Uh, it's a bonus action for an unarmed strike after using a monk weapon or um, the first strike being an unarmed strike. But if you use a monk weapon first and then you do an unarmed strike as a bonus action, you're supposed to use the monk weapon as a d4 for damage and we were doing it as the weapon's d6 or d8 or whatever the weapon actually has for damage roll and we were wrong. And So basically wrong. Uh, by using, a, using the martial weapon with the bonus attack, it takes away the weapon natural damage yes, and reduces and it, it to a to D4. D4. Yes. Okay, well, glad we got that straight. And yeah. there's one last thing that the monks get that I forgot was uh, we can deflect missiles that have been oh, shot oh, at oh, us. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With a key point, right? Uh, no, that's a reaction. Ooh, cool. So you can reduce damage by uh, 1d10 plus your dex modifier plus level. And... If it is damage is redu reduced to zero, you can spend a key point and throw the ah. missile back. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Get your heart out. Grab an arrow, like chuck it back. Take that Thor. Ooh, hammer right back. <laughs> for one deep four points. Missile arrow, not Mjolnir. It's <laughs> missiles. He's saying like Thor. Yeah, Thor, I know. I know. Catch Just, a trident to new. Ah, throw it back. back <laughs> Thor is here for one point of damage. He looks unamused. Yes. Okay, and then, uh, oh, what's also about Arlen? Um, Arlen got some more spells, uh, one first level and two second level spells. And he also got the ability to use metamagic, which uh, is where he can expend sorcery points to make his spells, uh, like, uh, have more damage or... Um, have more range. So your sorcery points allow you to affect the actual spells themselves. Yes. Nice. That'll be fun to look at. And Bryce, tell us about Alistair. What hey. happened with him? 
So, uh, Alistair, um, gained the, uh, divine magic that's always in his blood, raised to a level at which he can no longer be diseased, so he's no longer susceptible to disease, or... You're just so pure that you can't even get sick anymore. Yeah. Bye-bye, Is natural or magical, or both immune? Immune to disease. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, he also, uh in a grove somewhere off away from everyone else took his sacred oath of devotion which gives him uh it's much like the monk specialties it's like it's an oath that shapes how the paladin will fight and what he will believe in so the oath of devotion is like the uh Knight in shining armor of paladins, honesty, courage, compassion, those ideals. I gain um, a similar to uh, remove uh, turn undead ability with my channel divinity, as well as a sacred weapon ability, and then more things to come. Does it educate you on the word of the beige? No. But your beige is much more golden now, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Darn. It's such light a sh- beige. <laughs> Sparkly beige. You've got my little I was thinking maybe your daddy came down and gave you like a word of the beige calendar or something. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's turning less beige. It's, 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 it's not nice. Less beige. You just told your god that beige, you, the color he chose for you is not nice. Mm. Yeah. You, were no, not, you were not slowly it's turning, turning pink. turning not beige. Mm, no. He no longer beige, you're now burnt beige. <laughs> <laughs> neon beige. Hot <laughs> <Not> beige. <laughs> what does neon beige look like? Like neon Shiny beige. beige. You know what neon yellow looks like? Okay, yeah. we're like, bringing this back to uh, <laughs> fantasy in this game. <laughs> so, you guys, um, at the end of this last session, you guys told me you didn't want to just go help Lowell storm the castle. You wanted to actually go and do some scouting for yourself. So I need to know how you want to do that. Are you going to uh, Excalibarium Colise as the ambassadors? That you uh, you know started out with, or are you going to remove the heraldry from your horses and just ride into town as some sort of civilians? What are you going to do there? Well, she's not looking for uh, investigative parties. So as long as we took the uh, markings of the kingdom down <coughs> that we came from, we should just be able to ride in as a pack of travelers. Oh yeah, civilian route would probably be the yeah. better one. Yeah. At this point, there's no. I don't think there's yeah. any reason to try to get subterfuge involved. Just no. Just go in. Yeah. And just right. Like, oh, and going this comes here? from Shadow Girl over here. No, we don't need any. Well, last time I tried, I tripped. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, when you said yeah. that it was more of like a sneaky monk, I was like, "Aren't you the I one who the, like yeah. tripped <laughs> when you were sneaking this up on the wall?" This was before the scroll. This was before the scroll. Yeah, this was before oh, the way of the shadow. She was trying the way of the flare gun and realized it wasn't the brightest idea. <laughs> I was like, it disintegrated and like at the end it made like a sticking tongue out noise. It was like, <laughs> no way you're home. Raspberry. That's where no one got away with the open palms and smack you upside the back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I assume we'll hop, hop aboard our uh, 
trusty steeds and head off toward the uh, <coughs> castle of question or the town of question. Is this correct? Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's what we were doing, old masterful DM. Okay. <clears throat> so you gotta strip and the heraldry from the horses and just ride in as have merchants we had or, a rest? or something. As a traveling horse. Yeah, yes, as, you, as you, travelers, because um, merchants, we would have to have something with us. I don't know what no one will do in this case, but I will do my best to try to make it seem like I'm less draconic than I really am. Put the cloak and cowl on and try not to stand up too much. I don't care. Okay. Of course you don't. I can do the minor illusion thing and make your face look I could also less alter you yourself. Have a tail? I could use my fist to make your face look more freaky. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a tail on your tackling? Yeah. When you get like saddle swords, you go all the way down to the tip? Totally. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So you guys uh, spend a few minutes and take the heraldry off the horses and mm-hmm. stash it in Llewellyn's camp and uh, mount up. And uh, as you're preparing to go, Llewellyn uh, appears with several of his men and gives a, a firm handshake to you and says, Journey well, my friends, but let me tell you, you will see what I've told you is 100% accurate. And when you have seen this, please return to me and let us right the wrongs that are going wrong next Colbarian police. You have our word on it. And uh, they step back and let you ride off into the forest. So you guys were about halfway through the Niger Saltus when uh, you encountered Llewellyn's forces. So you'll be able to pull into Excalbarium Colise. Yeah, the Black Forest. Sorry. Um, Just about uh, dusk. Interestingly enough, as you're going along the road, uh, Bryce, Mm -hmm. um, you uh, recognize the, the roadway, um, you uh, come to a T with the road diverges also up into the mountains to the southeast and uh, you get a little little pang of homesickness because you know that this is the road to the monastery that you studied after so many years. I'm going to mention it. And uh, then of course, you know, you've got to press on because you've still got a good 15 miles to, to make it to Exfilbarian Police. And as uh, the sun is going down behind you, across the uh, Maria Arenosum, the uh, you come to Sentinel Hill, and this is a completely different experience than coming to Waterfall City. Um, Sentinel Hill is aptly named as it uh, is a little knob of protuberance that sticks out into the Maria Nosum, the, the Sea of Sand, and it uh, borders right up against it. So you guys Ooh. see just as far as the eye can see off to the west and the northeast, and the north is nothing but a gigantic plain of sand. And wrapping around the far side of the town is a river that just rolls out into the, the desert and then just dies as it filters into the sand. Wow. Um, it does protect that side of the town pretty effectively. The town itself, uh, the very top of the knob, is a walled city with uh, numerous towers and several gates. 
And below that, though, apparently the town has expanded enough that below that is a, a, a wooden palisade wall that occupies the entire southwestern part of the uh, hill. And uh, obviously newer ones, it's got wooden towers. Apparently they couldn't afford to build with stone there, so they end up having to just set wooden palisades. And then what's most interesting is on the back side of the hill, there is a set of dock works that extend off into the sand. And as you're watching, coming uh, right in there, a ship gliding on the sand pulls up and into the uh, dock works there and ties up. They, they seem to ride on skids right on top of the sand and sail just as a, uh, a ship would on, on the ocean. That's so cool. cool. It's like medieval sand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, nice. Sentinel Hill and Nawa on the Plains. Okay, and uh, you come riding up there. And as you see, the uh, road goes up into the gatehouse of the original, older uh, walled city. Um, it looks like they're getting ready to uh, close the, the gates for the night. Um, you know, some of the guards are filing inside as uh, dusk is setting in. They, they do hold the gates open for you, though. And you're allowed to ride in unchallenged. How do the guards look? Um, they are a, you know, standard set. It's mostly humans. Um, there are some, um, half-elves. There are some halflings and some dwarves, uh, one or two gnomes. A little more mixed group than you saw at Suvitas Cataracta. Um, they are all heavily armed. Um, each one is, is carrying some sort of a polearm with also a sword and a dagger at their waist. Some of them are carrying maces instead of swords. Um, but they uh, they look like they're ready for business. Okay. And uh, as you ride up into the gates, into the main square in front of the uh, keep, you guys see a series of um, hangman scaffolds uh, set up. Um, to the two at the far end look to be ancient and weathered. However, there's about 10 of them next to them that seem to be made of all new pine work. Mm. Um, the, uh, you, know, uh, you know, wood hasn't even had a chance to weather at this point in time. And uh, the uh, four, you know, four at the very end are all filled with uh, people. There's a crowd around <coughs> it, uh, watching the proceedings. And you see a guy saying, for seditious activities against the barony. The pronouncement is death. Apparently you guys came in right at the end of whatever was going on and the hangmen just pull the levers and the platforms drop out. And this isn't the kind of hanging that we have these days where the noose is designed to break the person's neck. Uh, this is the old medieval style of hanging where they just dangle strangling from the uh, ropes until their you know fits become limp and the bodies go quiet. Um, it's a little disquieting to, to watch as you're dropping by. Um, and you find yourselves in the, the main square right in front of the keep. And you notice that uh, just downhill from the keep there are uh, some sort of a business district. You feel you can probably find uh, an inn or two there. Is there any way we can ask any gathered crowds what happened? Oh, I'm sure you could uh, pull somebody aside. 
think in this case it might be better for one of you to handle this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure no one's earned a few. I'll ask one of the bystanders what his crime was or their crime was. Um, the bystander takes a look at you and then just finds something uh, more uh, important for them to do. They just kind of hustle off. Um, yeah. You get uh, roaming insight check. Five. Five? Okay. Um, you're just kind of a little puzzled. Okay. I could intimidate someone. No, no. You no, you can just keep no. your cloak on. He would be great you, at intimidating people. I have a charisma of 15. <laughs> I uh, get off my horse and I am. Um, your high horse? Oh, you beat me to it. And I ask a another bystander what happened. Um, they, they look at you and, uh, roll me, uh, another insight check for you. Thirteen. Thirteen? You actually get a flash of fear in their expression. And, uh, then, then they say, um, I've got to go and take off. Hmm. These are just random people? Yeah, just, just are there, the, uh, there are guards nearby? Uh, you, but yeah, there's guards all over the place. You kind of actually, uh, now that you take a look around, um, it seems there's uh, an abnormal number of guards that seem to be just everywhere. Hmm. Are they, like, really keeping an eye on everything, or are they just stoic? Uh, they seem to be watching like a hawk. Okay. Let's go find an end. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if we ply someone with enough ale, that will loosen their tongue. Or I could loosen it for them. No, no, or you, let's you not. You keep your cloak on. That's what you get to do. You're boring. I don't want to die. Um, direct the steed toward the uh, business the district. Air, business district. Yes. And in, in a short amount of time, you actually notice that yeah, you know, there's definitely a couple of signboards out that look to be inns. Um, there's the, the flying pennant that shows a, one of the sand ships with a, a large flag flying from the top of it. Uh, there's a galloping steed. Uh, it has, you know, a large horse so far. Um, most of them seem to be about the same, you know, two, three-story buildings, <coughs> all wood construction. Uh, seem to be in good shape, good repair. Are there any That's... ones that have more people than others? Uh, they all seem to be pretty uh, well-staffed at this point. In Mostly time. evil? Yeah. Okay. As far as um, people, the uh, the people in the the uh, the flying pennant seem to be slightly more ruffians. Perhaps actually, it caters to the shipborne traffic and sailors. Okay, so less people that are natives to the city. Well, you can't really tell. You've not been in the city long. Um, Let's go to the horse thing. I think yeah, we need to uh, stable these before we take care of Mm -hmm. anything else. Okay. So uh, you ride up to the, the horse thing. The horse thing. I don't know. <laughs> Stable. And, uh, I think you meant the horse The horse parking lot. The horse inn. The horse parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I believe the positive coffee for the first five thought. minutes. There, there's actually a counter right as you come in the door. Not, not like in front of you, but to the side. <laughs> Apparently that's where the bar is and all that. And uh, someone notices you and... and uh, Yes. Yes. Can Can I help you? Look around. Uh, for just yourself. Yeah. Well, for our party. Ah, uh, how many in your party? Five. 
Okay, very good. Um, yes. Stabling for horses, yes, no? Yes. yes. Okay. And he whistles, and um, a couple of uh, you know boys hop out from the back and come running forward, and, and he says, Stabling for five. And then he turns to uh, a gal next to him and says, And we need rooms for five. Um, I'm afraid we've only got single rooms. Would that uh, be all right for you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very good, very good. Preferred. Uh, rooms are one silver for a night. Uh, are you here for uh, one night or more than one? <coughs> Open an indefinite amount of time. One for now. One, yes. Okay. Very good. Um, and uh, you guys put down a silver for then? Mm -hmm. uh, I'll take it out of everyone's uh, dragon loot because I just realized we haven't split that up yet. Okay. okay. That's That'll okay. work. The money bag is there. We'll uh, just shell out for all of you. <laughs> Daddy beige bucks. <laughs> he says, Have It's you... not a silver piece, it's a beige piece. <laughs> <laughs> a... Don't ask why it's Copper. beige. <laughs> <laughs> I was too close to the rear quarters. He says, Have you, have you eaten today or, or will you be needing dinner? Dinner. Dinner. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, well, yes, we are in full swing. Uh, dinner will be right down here and anytime you want it. Uh, just come on back down. And he uh, counts out five keys and, and hands them to you. Are they consecutive? Uh, they aren't, but they're really close. I mean, okay. there's like one or two in between, so you've got like rooms two, three, you know, six, seven, and nine. Okay. And, the, you know, odd ones are on one side and even ones on the other, so they're real close together. Okay. I want three. Of course you do. So are you guys going to go upstairs and the fighters will take off all their armor and equipment? Actually, yeah. after the of last course, place we were in, I'm going to keep my I'm gonna, on. Well, that, until that's I'm, not going to really apply to me yes. anyway, so... I just keep on. What, what time of the day is it? It is after dusk now. It's gotten to be full dark. Considering Apparently the execution was set for sunset. Mm. Considering the stories about the <coughs> Baroness, right? Mm -hmm. I'll keep my armor with me. Yeah, same. Uh, I will avail myself. And actually, as you look around, you notice that um, people seem, to, you know, those that apparently have armor have kept it on. Yeah. And uh, people are all walking around, you know, well armed. I'm going to keep my quarter staff yeah, as yeah. like a walking stick kind of thing. Uh, gonna find the uh, all you can eat buffet and start all I can eat. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to drop anything in your rooms before you go, go down to dinner? No. Uh, I'll drop not... my like adventurers pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna carry that around. Yeah, the rooms are, are nice. They're they're you know nothing special but functional for what you need. It's got uh, a bed and a wash basin, and a chamber pot. Hmm. So. Does it have a, a chamber of automatic food warming? Unfortunately, no. Uh, I'm going to turn my ring invisible. Okay. I'm going to, my pack in my room, I'm going to put it somewhere where it's not super obvious. Like Under the bed or something? Yeah, yeah. Like tucked away. Yeah. Maybe like up in the mattress if that's possible. Or like in the pillow. Yeah, somewhere where it's not like on the bed. Sounds good. Along the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you come down to dinner, they have whatever uh, you would like to have, you know, similar to as before. They've got stews and roasts. They've got hot cereals and and uh, they've got cold meats, um, vegetables of all sorts, <laughs> whatever you want. Just a lot of play of the variety of stuff. Sit down to eat. Yeah, I'll take a stew. <coughs> Very good. And uh, it comes with uh, whatever drink you want. Uh, they've got water and ale and wine and uh, water. Yeah. Cold. Shaken, not stirred. Water so, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> your your uh, food arrives in good order, and uh, it's a pretty full company, actually. Uh, you, you notice the 
Most of the folks here, uh, a lot of them are human, but like I said, there's a few half elves and. Uh, <coughs> um, Is anybody drinking heavily? There are a group of what look like um, merchants, judging by their fine robes, at the, actually the next table over. And they have about three mugs in front of them, um, two of which are empty. We should go, or one or two of us should go over there and try to get something out of them. Well, I, I vote angry. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that Nolan or myself. No, you guys should be. just stay. You do that. Yeah, we should. Okay. We'll go up and start a discussion. I, I assume. I, I, I assume people are staring at me as I as I stare at my plate of of extremely wow, rare meat good. that I had ordered, perhaps expecting me to tear it into it with my fanged maw, but no, I delicately cut into it with a fork and knife. Keep your pinky no, out. No surprise there. I do. Keep my pinky out. <laughs> I don't even know where to start on that. So, when we're finished with our... Just keep my head. Or whatever. Uh, You're finished do I have a <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't be having... I wouldn't have a helm on. Uh, I'll take a seat with my back to them. Okay. You're back to who? To the merchants? No. To... Back to you don't know. Dude, so you haven't noticed. You're, 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 you're working your way over to the drunk. To the pile of yeah. Yeah. Well, he just said them. The cat curl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go up to the drunkard merchant <laughs> people. Yeah. All right. And so. by old town, you mean like the old town? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So back to them. I suppose oh, we'll fine. sit near them and <laughs> eavesdrop for a moment or two. Is there any, what discussion is being? You, you basically, one of them is a, is a uh, older dwarf, and, uh, and he says, I'm telling you, it's good for business. May not be desirable, but from our standpoint, it's just fine. The other one, who's kind of a little bloodshot, red rimmed eyes, and he says, I'm telling you, it's just not right. It's just not right. And the, other, the old dwarf says, Ah, shut your trap. Have another drink. And he signals the, the uh, bar, and another set of uh, mugs come over to them. Okay. Um, those jump into the conversation saying, Gentlemen, what is this? Oh, I don't know about the gentleman part, but. Um, <laughs> Gentle person. <laughs> They're in fine robes. So, yes, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Why not? Um, what are these business ventures you're discussing? Roll me a uh, diplomacy check. What would that be? Insight? It's a persuasion, yeah. Persuasion. That would be 13. Okay. He kind of swivels around. His eyes barely focus on you. Hey, Lassie. Oh, we were just talking about the state of affairs in this town. The the Baroness, she's keeping a lid on things, and we think we can profit by that. Are you here to trade as well? Yes. Ah, what are you trading in? Important. What is it you trade in? Oh, fine fabrics, foodstuffs, everything that the high class person might possibly want. Do you happen to sell to the Baroness yourself? Ah, uh, I think some of the goods we have go up to the keep. Yeah. Good to know. Where are you stationed? Oh, um, we're mainly coming out of uh, Fermons, across the Marianosum. We got a ship coming in uh, later today. We're gonna take off tomorrow. Made these new contracts. 
I hope you can do as well. What what uh, what did you say you were going to sell here? Um, what contracts are you talking about? Oh, for our goods, of course. Who did you make them with? Oh, the the various uh, shops around here, and like I said, a few of them we actually uh, have them going up to the keep. We happen to sell in fabrics too, my friends and I. Oh, competition, eh? Maybe we shouldn't talk to them. And he kind of winks <laughs> to the rest of the guys at the table. They all start laughing. Okay. <laughs> Is there any way we may discuss business ventures with you as well? Ah, what would you like to discuss? Just any any information about this town that you can give us. What ah, well, the populace is like here. And I can see you're new with this, Lassie. And I'm more than happy to help out. Mm. Let me tell you. Down the street here, there's a couple of yeah. traders. Not too sharp. You can ring a fair bit of coin out of them. They have no idea what they're what they're buying. You can sell them sackcloth and tell them it's fine silk. But don't go into the gold thimble. The proprietor there, he's sharp as a tack. He's sharp as his own, his own needles. We he almost took us for a, a ringing. Definitely go to the other ones. And stay away from the keep. The uh, the uh, seneschal there, very hard, very hard man. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even deal with the likes of you. He barely dealt with the likes of us. And we've got a reputation in this town for the finest goods. Mm. All right, well, thank you. I'll return to my table. They give you a friendly wave and go back to their fourth set of drinks. I may or may not have taken one of your seats. Oh, Sorry. Well, I'll just push you off if you would take my seat. I'll uh, rotate my chair to continue facing the same direction, though. Okay, so what are you going to tell the uh, group when you get back there? Not that they couldn't overhear most of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or at least overhear the answers. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let them know that there's dangers about the keep or whatever. The Whoa, there are dangers in the oh, keep. You are an expert intelligence gatherer. <laughs> yes, I think you yes, should yes. calling. What happened, stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that there's... Talk to somebody. There was warnings about going towards the keep and general business discussion. Um, they said they came from across the sand sea, though. So, yeah. as much intelligence as they know about the town is not a lot. So, presumably. Mm. Yeah, you you uh, probably would have to talk to some of the locals if you yeah, want to find out yeah, what's yeah. really happening in town. The uh... Uh, traders in the tavern, probably not so much. Yes. What's about the population of this town? <clears throat> um, it's definitely in the uh, thousands, low thousands, um, mm -hmm. which which places it about you know half or a quarter of what you saw at Waterfall City. It's it's definitely one of these smaller of, of the baronial holdouts. But it's just... although you know you also get the feeling that a lot of the population is spread out in, in the fields and the uh, land surrounding it. So, so the city itself isn't super right. dense. And like I said, you know, half of it, <coughs> the newer half, has even got a wooden palisade wall. So, I mean, that's not, not even, uh, you know, ringed in stone. So Is, it, is this a trade city? or? Well, um, Llewellyn talked about sh um, docking fees. And you guys now know where those things are. Apparently, uh, ships come back and forth uh, across the Mare Nosum, um, and uh, port here at the... Uh, at the uh, town itself. 
So certainly a, a good amount, of, and then obviously anybody that's going from Civitas Cataracta to uh, you know points to the east um, would have to uh, go through here. So it, it was definitely a, a, a you know major stop on any anybody's trip. I'm thinking if there was a torque trade, it would have to come in on one of those boats unless. You know, it's a root, an elven root. It's not uh -huh. growing here. Well, they, they mentioned that it uh, the torque grows well in the wetlands uh, by the river and here. And also, mm -hmm. it was in a crate. What was in the crate, do you know? Whatever was in the crate was missing. Wasn't it? It was probably just, like ale or food or something. Probably it was food. It was the, the false bomb yeah. that was important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any way we would be able to go down to the docks and investigate one of the ships? I'm sure you could go down the docks all you want. Okay. But investigating one of the ships. Um, that would require a level six. Yeah. I don't if you know. give it a try. Yeah. Uh, certainly mm -hmm. at this point in time, it's okay, dark. And the, even the water gates, or in this case, sand gates, are closed okay. uh, for the night. But uh, first thing in the morning, you could go down to the docks if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you guys want to try that, or do you want to listen around at the... In, in a little bit longer. Let's just let's listen in. See what gossip yeah. we can get. Could even take a walk at night. Are people like talking, or is it more of a kind of a quiet mumbling and eyes down? There seems to be. Well, I wouldn't call it high spirits in in the uh, in the great room here, but certainly, I mean, people are talking. Um, it seems a little more guarded than you know places you've been before. <coughs> but actually, everybody, uh, give for me a perception check. Passive perception? Just regular perception. 18. 18. 7. 4. <laughs> 21. It's the cloak. It's yeah. covering your Okay, so Alistair and Adrian, you catch um, a couple of people in the corner opposite uh, or to your left, and you just, all you caught was just a little snippet of conversation. Um, and someone just over the table just basically says, I tell you, he didn't do it. He didn't deserve that fate. And that's about all you, you hear from, from uh, there before uh, the, the, the wave of the, of the room's conversation uh, washes over. I'm going to head over there. The dragonborn? Mm -hmm. I heard it. You did? Oh, yeah. Well, I heard you. Yeah, you had the 21. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> so you're just going to pick up and, and just plop down their table or what? Well, I'm going to grab a, a, a round of beverages for how many people are sitting at that table and just... Gonna sit down next to him and put the platter in front of the person who I think might have said that. So yeah, there's four people at the table. Um, they're they're not dressed very finely. They look like they may just be locals, mm -hmm. and uh, um, in fact, they look a little bit draggled. You know, their uh, their clothes are a little threadbare, a little bit worn. Um, and you you they're each of them is drinking uh, what looks like wine um, out of a flask, mm -hmm. and they have a bottle on the table. So just gonna grab another bottle. So. Yeah. Okay. The uh, proprietor asked for a, a silver for a bottle. What did I give him? From the Dragon Horde? Yeah. From your... So you There's just... only one left to give to everyone because we spent the other... Five. We started out with 14 silver. We awesome. spent five. Now we have nine. No, we have eight. Okay. And so you're just going to go up there and plop it down in the middle? No, and... sit down nicely and then just sit down next to him. And uh, when you going to advance the bottle, what are you going to do? Just, you know, offer it to the first person next to me. And what are you going to say? <clears throat> Dark events have taken place when I arrived here. Well, they, they take a look at you and just everybody goes quiet. 
I know, I have a skin condition. After <laughs> after a, a few moments, they're saying, yes, um, can we help you? It's you not, should stick your forked tongue out at him. It's uh, unusual in this day and age to see quite so many hangings at once. And one of the people opposite you um, basically says, that's as usual as you might think. And the other people just kind of shush, 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 shush. Glance at him and say, true, but normally I would imagine that uh, that many deaths so quickly would have created quite a newsworthy event from bard to bard or city to city. Yet walking up here was just walking into any other town and except for having such a recently constructed gallows. Seems that justice took place rather swiftly. Immediately, the guy says, and once again, everyone goes, shush, 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 shush. And the, maybe the, the ringleader of the group, um, uh, it's a, a tall human gal with uh, about waist length red hair. Listen, listen, obviously, you're not from around here. And she just kind of that? waves her hand at, up and down at you as if to say, you six foot eight tall uh, dragon creature, you. Ah. You know, things, things uh, are best left unsaid. Maybe you should uh, take your wine to the next table over. Perhaps, but it's, it's said amongst the clergy that confession can be good for the soul. And uh, at least one of you appears to have a heavy heart wishing to be unburdened. Are you going to bring out your holy symbol when you say that, or what? Yes. Oh, okay, roll it for me diplomacy check. Which is persuasion. Persuasion, persuasion yeah. Well, my big, my big toothy grin isn't enough. I'm a very good-looking dragonborn for being carved up like a turkey. <clears throat> I heard that. You heard the dragonborn with a negative one bonus to charisma is going to roll a or persuasion and gets a two total. Oh, dear yeah. lord. <laughs> They're stringing up another rope. Good job. <laughs> so, um, they kind of look at your holy symbol... And, but the, the cow says, I really think you should go to the table there. And uh, they, she just kind of rotates her shoulder in your direction as if the conversation's over. So what are you going to do? No need to be rude. If you wish to speak to somebody else and head motion toward the other clergy-like person nearby. Me. So the the, well, thank you for the, volunteering. the human whale, <laughs> human male. <laughs> That's our new wear monster. You know, being tactical and should No, um, the human male next to her just puts his hand on your forearm and said, "Listen, friend, you're not from around here. You don't know what's going on. There are things best left unsaid if you want to keep your head on your shoulders. I think you ought to go to your table. I wouldn't want to have something bad happen to you." And he kind of. Scans around the room as if looking for, you know, somebody listening in or something. Okay, we'll drop my cowl so he can take a really clear look at my face. So, as you can see, I'm used to bad things happening to me, but I will take your advice. If you should have a change of heart, the... Lord, I cannot pronounce that clerical the deity's name. What is it? Dynek. Dynek? Yeah. Dynek is always willing to listen to a soul needing to be unburdened. And I get up and I leave. Put okay. the hood back on. Put the hood back on and go sit down. Okay. And what else do you guys want to try to do? 
Um, not do anything with charisma based skills. Well, you know, I could intimidate them, but no, I can't. Don't have any intimidate anybody. I'm going to go upstairs to my room as soon as is physically possible. Like right as pretty much as soon as he gets back. Okay. I'll be gone. Um yeah. Okay, so you leave the table and head upstairs. Uh-huh. Are there any other Pointedly, groups that are oh, like fine. not looking in the direction of these guys? Okay. Are there any other groups that are there's various discussing. groups around, but nothing else nothing. catches your attention. Okay. I, although, no everybody except for Alistair, give me a perception roll. Wow. 19. 18. Two. 12. So, the monks, you guys noticed that about five minutes after um, the uh, you know paladin goes upstairs... The table next to yours with the locals kind of clears out, except for the one blabbermouth who seems to be nursing his ale, and uh, or in a wine in this case, and um, you see him just quietly, uh, you know, get up from the table, and when no one's looking, goes upstairs. I'm gonna follow him. I'm gonna follow her, following him. I'm gonna follow him, following her, following him. So you're going to bed. So we just have like a train <laughs> going up the stairs. Please so, uh, set up the combo. <laughs> I, I set my hands on his shoulders. <laughs> Give me a uh, stealth roll. <laughs> oh, no, not a stealth roll. It's actually one of my highest skills. So, so the dragon rising spell. Okay, so you gently tiptoe up the stairs and you uh, peek around the corner and you find the uh, human male gently knocking at Alistair's door. Alistair, you get a knock at your door. Open. Hello? It's the blabbermouth guy from the table that the uh, Dragonborn tried to talk to. Yes? He says. And he's slurring his words a little bit. Um, you know, he's... Your friend said that um, the Dynek would want to hear uh, confession. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, come in, come in. And he kind of comes in and sits down. And he says... Can I... Am I within your shot for this? You can uh, sneak up to the door and put your ear against the okay, door. Okay, okay. Give me a perception check to see how you... How well you hear it through the door. Okay. Nice. Uh, 20. Not natural. Okay. So, uh, you basically, you know, take your shot glass out and put it against the door. And oh, the shot glass. And you can yeah. hear this yeah. quite plainly. He says, shot glass. <laughs> he says... Things aren't good here. You should leave. The, the whole place is one giant den of listening ears and hanging ropes. If anybody says even the slightest thing against the Baroness, you know, the next day they're in her dungeons and the following day they're on the scaffold. I, I think you guys may, you know, if you don't keep your trap shut, you'll end up falling afoul of the Baroness's secret service. This what you wish to tell me? Yes. Um, it's you know bad stuff's happening all over the place. If any blessing that Dianet can give us, any uh, hope we can have for the future, we'd uh, desperately love it. Do I know where the uh, staging area is for the? Uh... <coughs> I don't remember his name. For, yeah. You guys were just going to meet him back in the forest. Back where you came from. Probably, okay. We could have already attacked the city, but no. It's one Shut up, Nod. Nod, you guys aren't there. Let the scene um, play out. You can't hear what's happening. 
No, we're telling you another character. Let the scene play out. We I was be, talking to him. We will be on our guard. And right. hopefully, within the next few weeks, something will happen. For the good. He is. I'm, good to, I'm glad to hear that, because enough bad has happened. And he uh, actually gets down on his knees in front of you and kind of holds his hands up in supplication and bows his head. He said, any prayer you can offer, I'm willing to take. <laughs> so you're going to hold your hand out and bless him under the bless name of Dynek and offer him a prayer to yeah. And uh, there's uh, a, a strange sort of kind of beige-ish light going around, but, it, but it's mostly gold. Kind of beige. Kind of beige, but kind mostly, of beige. Gold. <laughs> mostly gold. It's like a strobe of gold and beige. If you think about it, Dynek is a vampire. Think about it. What? Dying on neck. Dying on neck. Can he? Is there a possibility he can trip and fall down the stairs if he's behind me? Um, well, he actually right behind you can feel his breath on your neck. You look around and, and no one and and uh, and, Al- and Arlen are kind of peeking around the corner. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if he wanted to, you could just like roll like a two on your stealth check and fall back onto them. I'm going to enter my room. <laughs> Okay, um, so Arlen gets up, walks down the hall, and goes into his room. About that same time, you hear um, the uh, human in the room with Alistair get up, and, and it sounds like he's coming for the door that you're listening at. Okay, so I'll move out of the way. And then I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll move out of the way like I'm walking to my room or something. Go, go under your room as well. Yes. And no one? Back downstairs or to your room? I'm going, going back downstairs. Okay. So uh, the two of you are sitting at the table there. Um, you're getting a lot of strange glances, as you can imagine. I'm doing calligraphy. <laughs> More strange glances. More strange glances. Yeah. Start crocheting. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my lovely show. The pinky eating your raw steak. <laughs> you uh, you do notice the uh, human that went to see uh, Alistair kind of appears at the base of the stairs and kind of nervously get glances around the room and then just does that little sideways shuffle out the door and into the night. So one by one, the bar patrons uh, retire to their rooms as well. Um, do you guys want to take off fairly soon, or are you going to be some of the last people to go? What are you going to do? I'm going to be one of the last. <laughs> I didn't and, say uh, I went to my room. I said I was going to walk out. Like so you're going to go back down? And yeah, I'm going to go back downstairs. Okay. And Arlen and, and Alistair, are you going to stay in your rooms or go back down? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stay in my room. I'm not going to go back down. Okay. So the three of you are down there at the room. The, the uh, fire in the hearth burns low, gives the room kind of a, a dim red light. And, uh, you know, you guys find yourselves with one of the, the last tables. Um, and the, uh, one of the bar maids comes up and says, anything more for you? Anything more before we uh, close up? Hot tea. Is no, it, she says yes, and anything else for you two? I'm all right. You, she says, kind of quavering as she looks at your figure there, uh, Gwenneville. Snatch me out of her and show her the uh, broken piece of metal in my hand. Have you ever seen something like this before? No. Is it your holy symbol? No, not this one. This is more of a mystery to me. Well, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, just... Did Lost in thought. Did you want anything before we close up? Uh, no, thank you. I appreciate you coming up and asking, though. 
Okay, so she brings you your drinks. I'll give her two pieces. <coughs> and uh, she, oh, thank you. And, uh, and she steals back one. She uh, yeah <laughs> goes back into the bar. You can hear the sound of them, you know, clanking and cleaning everything. Uh, the tea actually, no one is very uh, nicely nuanced. It's, uh, it's yeah, no a green no tea. Yeah. It's nuanced. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. And you find yourself sitting alone in the. Occasionally, from time to time, one of the uh, staff shows up uh, to go get something else from one of the tables or clean the table down or something like that. And, and uh, you know, so the fire is burning down. You're getting more light from the candles than you are from the fireplace now. All right, I'll leave a, a silver on the thing and go up to my room. Blue tea had no ones in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the two of you are down there. Are you guys going to retire to your rooms as well? Yeah, once I've shaken, now the waitress has shaken me on my own personal reverie, I'll just head back up the stairs to rest and prepare for the next day. Okay. Very good. Okay, next day dawns, and uh, you guys uh, get a chance to get a look at the, the town a little more through your windows. Um, everyone roll for me perception. Oh my gosh. Oh, that was painful. 19, 17, 17 4, 12, 3. Oh, at least I did better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I also used this perception check to look for the uh, half elves from last night. Well, no, you're looking out your window. So, I mean, half elves from last night. You, you, don't, you don't see any, any uh, of that group of half elves. Um, for the left side of the table, Gwendoville and Noan. Um, you guys notice that there's no life in a couple of the houses on the street. And, uh, you know, like, they're just people aren't living there. It, it just seems off. It seems like a, a street like this should, you know, busy as it is, should, you know, be completely booked and, and completely rented out. So, um, Go downstairs to see if anybody's there. Um, there are a bunch of folks, early risers, uh, all seem to be having some sort of porridge or uh, some sort of, you know, hot cereal for breakfast. Coffee's in the air. Coffee with no ones? Yes. Um, ask the waitress. <clears throat> I could not help notice after my morning prayer as I was gazing upon the sights of the city, it sure seemed awful lonely outside. As if nothing there to bring happiness. Quite singular. Um, she says, oh, I'm, I'm sure it's just a thing of your imagination. Everybody here is happy. <laughs> we, we, have, we have security. Um, what could be better? Yeah, no, there's, but there's no life. Oh, there's always life. Uh, would you like breakfast? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Deception check. Is Is there something you need to tell me, child? There's you seem scared. Um, roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Because <laughs> this works so to well learn for the that you should stop <laughs> trying to talk to the human folks. Fourteen. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, that's not. That awful. was a pity check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would know all about the pity checks. I would not. She actually pulls you to the side where like no one can see what she's saying, and you're out of earshot. 
and she just, I mean, she, she pulls your hood down so that you're <coughs> down on her level, and she says, One shouldn't speak too loudly. She shouts. And, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then in a very overly loud voice, and she says, And what would you like for breakfast? <sighs> Ham steak. Oh, excellent choice. Um, will the rest of your party be joining you? In their own time, I would imagine. And to drink? Coffee. Um, and a few minutes later, um, a huge slab of ham actually shows up with a side of potatoes <laughs> and, and uh, coffee to, to uh, mm-hmm. spare. A big mug of it. And it's actually very delicious. Mm. They, they, do, they did an extra good job. Um, eat quickly. I want to just step outside and kind of see if I can observe anything else. That just whatever's making me think something's off, see if I can kind of narrow in on it just by looking around. Um, you go you go outside and there are uh, the usual traffic carts going up and down, people going back and forth. Uh, um, you see the group of uh, merchants from last night heading off in the direction of the docks. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same thing that sets you off before sets you off now, though. There's a couple of three buildings across the street on a street that you think should be fully patronized. And the windows are dark. We'll look into They are... You know, fully furnished as if someone's living there, but you notice a fine layer of dust on everything, like no one's been in that building for days. Is it the same with all the other ones I look at? Yes. <coughs> and even more so in, in the case of some of those. Is there a... Um... And just about that time, all of a sudden, you uh, realize that there's a set of guards standing next to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the biggest one of the group says, uh, Okay, move along, citizen, move along. There's nothing to be seen in these buildings. Well, obviously, but uh, my name is Goran Ball. I am a proprietor of property, and I, this site is currently unoccupied. I would wonder, where would I inquire upon purchasing land within this city if it was available? It's, it's, this property's been seized by the Baroness. You can talk to her Seneschal if you wish to rent it out. Now move along. <laughs> and which one of you is named Seneschal? The Seneschal is the person in charge and the key. Very well then, thank you, sir. <clears throat> and they just sort of stare at you until you, you know, stand back. And I would go back, but you're actually standing in my way. They politely move out to the center of the road and Give stare at you some more. Holy blessing, and off I go. Okay. You know you're gonna die. Yeah. You're getting watched from all sides. Yeah, the, the guy with the healing spells is going to die. <laughs> Good point. Great, great spell Most healing spells have a verbal aspect, which is rather difficult when you're wind by Hey, be happy I'm off a little bit. I have a full I mean, I could do this. You all lay on hands, just one hit point at this point. One hit point. saving myself from dying. That's hard when you're getting choked to death. You're, you're getting washed from, like... I'm going to go back down. into the end and I'll wait for whoever wakes up first to come down. No, as you go back in, you find the whole rest of the groups out, down there enjoying ham steaks and coffee. Okay. The rest of your ham steaks. Joy. Not, <laughs> not trying to attention my, to ourselves. I left yeah. my ham steak, so therefore it is mine. Um, so you you finished your ham steak with gusto earlier. Yes. Sit down next to him. It is odd. While I'm not used to... Lar- well... In recent memory, not used to large mounts. There seems to be uh, quite a few empty buildings where there should be business. And by empty, I mean there is noticeable dust upon everything. 
Hmm. I didn't know this. Yeah, it, apparently the Seneschal would be the one to speak with, but uh, the yeah. Baroness has seemed to have claimed quite a few more people than, than perhaps the way we saw when we came in. It seems that our friend in the... This is quietly. It seems our friend in the forest was completely right. Yes, but even with the, all the numbers we saw there, they would not stand a chance against them. Even just even the average guardsmen. There, do you not notice? They are quite literally everywhere. Hmm. This is more than just a city guard here. Yes, something they're going on. If only we had something like, say, a baby black dragon to help. We might have had you not killed it. Actually, she killed it. I actually killed it. <laughs> she but... punched it, and its face cracked, and it looked at her with helpless eyes before it died. <laughs> don't feel guilty about that. Right? I, I really don't. Uh, it did try to eat her. Yeah. yeah I mm. This depressing moment was brought to you by Noan. Noan, <laughs> depressing people since the day he was born. Woo! <laughs> I'm proud of it, Scar Boy. <laughs> okay, and while you are. Pondering that, we are going to stop for now. that when we started this game I didn't expect the players to choose any of the exotic races uh, certainly not a dragonborn and a typhling and uh, it makes it a little bit of a problem when you get to situations like this where you're trying not to be noticed and you have the two singular people in the entire world it kind of reminds me of one of the games I was listening to where the goliath and the dwarf and the dragonborn and the warforged all tried to sneak into the elven town yeah, like that was going to work. Incidentally, if you're interested in where I'm getting my whole idea from here, uh, just look up any of the South American juntas from the 1970s, and that's pretty much where my inspirational material comes from. But uh, back to our characters, they seem like they're beginning to attract a little too much attention, asking a few too many questions. What's going to happen with that? We'll just have to wait till the next episode to find out. Until then... Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.